it's your kali what's up warning 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 you are about to listen to facts stories interviews gossip and much more fascinating things that will be so stunning there's a possibility that your mind will blow this show will start 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 Hello guys, we are your hosts today for What's Up. We actually have a Rick and Morty special. I am Jerry. I'm Yehida. Uh, remember, guys, you are listening to WPNLP Chicago 105 FM Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y in Little Village. Uh, so for today, we actually have a Rick and Morty special. We're gonna go through the history, Easter eggs, references, and a little more in depth of how Rick and Morty became Rick and Morty. Um, if you guys don't know, and the theories, and the fan base, and everything in between. Yeah. So right now, we're uh, gonna feature a audio uh, piece from Sebas. Um, so go ahead, Yara. We could play and listen. All right. Rick and Morty, a show created in 2013 by Dan Harmon and Justin Rowland, is a show that contains humor, adventure, and action. This show is mostly based off the movie Back to the Future and was given the permission to air on Adult Swim. The early beginnings of this humorous cartoon was when Justin Rowland created a short parody about Back to the Future in Channel 101, which aired his short Doc and Marty. Doc and Marty followed the almost same cartoon style as Rick and Morty, but was a bit primitive. However, it provided lots of humor, especially for a short. Roland gained some attention after getting this short aired, and was later told that Adult Swim wanted him to make a cartoon series to be aired on their channel. Roland accepted, therefore, he started working on his project along with his partner Dan Harmon. They finally released their first episode on December 2, 2013. The first season featured about 11 episodes, 22 minutes each. Morty, you gotta come on. You, you gotta what? come with what, me. What, Rick? What's going on? I got a surprise it's, for it's you, Morty. It's the middle Marty. of the night. What are you talking about? Come on, I got a surprise for you. Come on, hurry up. You gotta get out. Gotta go. Ow, you gotta get out ow, of here. You're tugging come me on. too I got hard. A surprise for you, Morty. Around the Rick and Morty community, many people have been digging up theories that might be true or not. What I will be talking about next are some three theories I found might be true and some I, interesting. I, I, I I wasn't sure it was gonna work. Come on, Morty. The first theory is called the multiverse theory, which means that all Rick and Morty's theories are real, due to the fact that there are several other universes in the show, where lots of Ricks and Mortys also exist. So if you believe in a certain theory about Rick and Morty and you think that it might not be true, then don't doubt yourself because what you actually believe in might have already happened in another Rick and Morty what, what universe. Back there? Why don't you ask the smartest people in the universe, Jerry? Oh yeah, you can't. They blew up. The next theory I will be explaining comes from the Reddit user I get free tickets, who believes that the mega seeds in the pilot episode are actually brain enhancers for Rick. What you see in the pilot episode is that Rick needs the mega seeds for research. Another important thing to keep in mind is that Rick has used the mega seeds before. If you notice when Morty was on the seeds, he seemed incredibly intelligent, but when they wore off, he began drooling off his mouth. 
Which other character also drills in Rick and Morty? Yes, Rick does. Which this led to a Reddit user believing that Rick could have converted the Mega Seeds to a certain liquid that can enhance his brain. Although this might seem like an interesting theory, it has been disproven by the creator of Rick and Morty. Hey yo! Sorry for acting so weird for three weeks. What the hell just happened? Nah, sure go, uh, the next theory that I will be talking is from a YouTube channel called Top 10 Trends. And it's that Rick knows he's a fictional cartoon character. In one of the episodes, he stares at the camera as he laughs with Morty, Beth, and Jerry and says, See you next week, everybody, as he waves to the front of the viewer's screen. He also did something similar at the end of season one. Another thing that adds up to this theory is that he has a photo of the creator of Rick and Morty in his own bedroom, which probably leads to the, of the, to the idea of why Rick is so depressed about the show because he's a fictional character. The last theory I will be discussing is that the viewer of Rick and Morty. According to top 10 trends, people might not be following the same Rick and Morty in every episode. When I'm talking about the same Rick and Morty, I'm talking about C-137 Rick, which is the Rick everyone sees on all episodes. Rick and Morty has gained lots of attention from its spectators and has been growing drastically in ratings for the past year since 2013. But these theories that I have listed will not be credited as mine because they belong to other people and on the Reddit community with the Rick and Morty fanbase of theories. But these theories have been personally interesting for me so I decided to pick them. Alright guys, we're back. Um, so right now we're going to go with the theories that Seba's actually talked about and the history and a little bit about the storyline from the comic books. If you guys didn't know, there's actual Rick and Morty comic books, but um, I've, I haven't read them. But um, I, I have read them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're kind of expensive, so I, I, I don't know. Um, I'm waiting for the collector's edition where they have bundled like, all of them together for like a reasonable price. I found out my friend's brother has them and I asked him to let me borrow them. And he's not letting me. Because <laughs> uh, he actually. But you read them plastic. online, right? Like yeah. PDF. Yeah, I read them yeah. online PDF. We don't need to mention how I got it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so right now we're gonna go with the theories talk. Um, the main the, the well, one of the big theories that I actually love is about um, that Sebas actually mentioned is the C one thirty seven. It's actually on Reddit. It's called the Rickulous Rick from the episode. Yeah. And um, I it's very hard to like down Bray, but there's like a really big master post on reddit yeah that explains everything about it but basically rick c137 was like so if you guys don't know a little bit about the show um rick and morty was actually based on back to the future um the first pilot episode it was called doc and uh more uh doc and marty it was um since it was based on uh, back to the future they just had marty but um since um it used it was aired on channel 101 um, by Dan Harmon and Justin Rowland. Um, they actually had to change the name because, like, copyright issues with the name. So they just did Morty for the show, and they just named Doc. Instead of Doc, they just named Rick. But um, originally, the original characters from Season 1, Episode 1, their universe was C-137. So whenever Rick and Morty go on adventures, um, instead of having, like, an ID or, like, saying, oh, I'm Rick and I'm Morty, they just say, oh, I'm Morty from C-137. 
C-137 is kind of like their ID or like... Or uh, dimension ID, like where they're yeah. originally from. Yeah, because um, if... if because there's this one universal rule. Um, if you watch closely the show, um, you can't teleport to other dimensions and break laws. Because if you break laws, then you have to go to uh, universal jail. Um, jail. So um, actually, Rick was actually incarcerated in a certain episode and in like season three, I believe, is yeah. when Morty they was tried it to free season him. three. I thought it was season two. No, it was season three. Season three, yeah, that was the premiere because um, I don't know if you remember, but um, I, I remember like yeah. that's actually one of my favorite episodes because when we see like an emotional Rick, yeah, around the end, and then yeah, yeah. there's like <laughs> it goes uh, it goes more with theories on it. Brian hasn't watched a single episode of Rick and Morty. What? Why? Brian, 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 you need you to, to start. Oh, guys, we also have a chat. Um, go to lumpinradio.com and you could chat with us, and you know. Talk talk to us about theories and if you like Rick and Morty or not. Yeah. So yeah. So the C one thirty seven theory is that um ever since uh season one episode one, it is speculated that um the original Rick and Morty and like Summer Beth and Jerry they're not the original ones because um they teleport to different dimensions and universes and even worlds at times that uh, often their original character dies and. They uh, um, always, or Rick is the only one that can really do this. Um, he changed his like, I want to, I don't want to say his brain, but like his like embodiment or soul, whatever. He can transfer it to a different body. Um, this can be actually be seen in season three, episode uh, one, when uh, Rick is trying to escape and he actually uh, he like teleports, I guess, in a way, his own self conscious to another body of himself. And that's how he's able to escape because he just goes from body to body. And he, he's the only one that can able to do that because he, he has the knowledge and the power to do so. Are you talking about Tiny Rick? No, not Tiny Rick. Tiny oh. Rick's out. Oh, Tiny Rick was actually a potion, I think, um, where... <laughs> was it a potion? I, I thought it was like he ejected it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, bad. It was the eject. It was a... Uh, um, he injected himself. Well, I mean, it was a potion that he injected himself where Rick turned himself to Tiny Rick. Cause um he wanted to have be more fun and you know not worry about things and he actually went to school with uh, Morty and Summer. Yeah. Uh, there's more behind that theory. I read more about it. Yeah. Especially it's, it goes it's long. <laughs> it goes very into the fact that Morty, Summer, Beth, and Jerry aren't actually the original. Like oh, they're not I, the they're yeah. not the what they call the what do they call it? like actual like universe like the original ones that we saw yeah they're not the original actually the original ones were actually featured in season three i don't know if you remember when um oh yeah yeah, yeah. when When they were (laughs) when they found uh rick's portal gun and um he actually hidden on the uh not on the ground but like they they go they digged up a hole and it was there oh they they called the original ones the pilot universe oh yeah the pilot universe yeah but um at some point in season three episode one uh, Morty and Summer, they actually find the portal gun and they teleport to a different dimension to find their original Rick. But I mean, it's not the original Rick, but they're trying to find the C-137 or the C-137 they think of uh, Rick. Um, and at some point, uh, Morty and Summer, they get stuck in this uh, universe and Morty actually tells Summer, oh, this is my universe, the original one. And he says, oh, this is C-137 universe. And it's kind of scary because in... in in a certain episode, I believe it was season one, the original Rick and Morty, they died. So that's why they left that universe because they had died and they had to go move on to another universe because every time Rick and Morty die or they get stuck in, 
in a certain like situation, they teleport to a different universe and kill off that Rick and Morty to live off on that universe. It really shows how Rick doesn't have an emotional attachment. Yeah. Oh, that's the thing. Uh, in season three, ep- uh, season three, episode three, the newest one. I don't know if you watched it. The the pickle Rick. The yeah, the pickle. Oh, Rick. the one with the therapist. <laughs> I, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know about that one. That was very emotional. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you guys watched that episode, but spoilers alert ahead. Uh, if you guys haven't watched it, like turn on the volume. But I mean, still listen to us. Um, and they go to, they actually go to therapy because, uh, uh, Beth and Jerry, they get family a divorce. Counseling. They go to family counseling because, um, they don't know how Summer and Morty are going to, you know, how they're going to react or act to the divorce of their parents. Cause that's like one of the major things that is going on in season three right now. Cause season one and two was just like, yeah, Jerry's like, uh, this and that, but nobody really cared about Jerry until now. Cause they're getting a divorce. But, um, when this is actually the first time where, rick gets like uh shut down because um he's always a smart one and he believes in science and he doesn't believe in speculations or theories like that so everything that he does he backs it up with science because he's a genius yeah but you know you're a genius to to a certain extent extent, yeah (laughs) i mean he's very much a genius but emotionally he is not stable yeah emotionally he's not stable because um he has this thing where he has the power to teleport to different dimensions and universes and meet different embodiments of Rick uh of himself, Morty, Summer, Beth, and Jerry. So he doesn't he doesn't get emotionally attached to um uh, to all the characters from the show because he knows he could just travel to a different universe. So when they're in family counseling, he actually opens up to the counselor and says that he lies and he does things because he doesn't feel emotionally attached to them anymore because he could always just teleport and get a new morty he says a nonchalant too so it just it just goes more into the fact that he probably does this more times than we have seen yeah uh well i mean you can actually tell from different episodes um there was this one episode uh where rick and morty they go on an adventure and jerry is stuck in the spaceship in rick's spaceship but rick and morty didn't know until later because um i mean he was hidden i guess and they actually find him and they're like oh we're gonna go on an adventure but rick says oh no you can't come with us so they drop off jerry in a world full of jerry's and it's actually a daycare for jerry's and it's <laughs> funny because <laughs> it's funny because you can see how rick doesn't really like jerry and so he created he actually created the world of jerry so he made a world and he started bringing people from like other worlds to be like receptionists or like doctors or just to check up on the jerry's because there's a lot of Jerry's and there's a lot of universes. So, yeah. I mean, you got to have a world for all the Jerry's. <laughs> and when he signs up Jerry to uh, get checked in, he uh, he doesn't remember what universe or dimension he's from. Because instead of saying C-137, he just leaves it, like, blank. Yeah, I, saw, I remember someone just, like, scream counting then. And they also put, like, what number he was actually is. Yeah. Because when the person, like, gives him uh, back his, like, Jerry with the number, it says G-something. Yeah, so um, there's a lot of theories, but the C-137 is the most famous one. Another theory is uh, uh, mo- well, the multi-dimension. We already talked about that one, kind of, with the C-137. Yeah. But what's another theory that you know of? Uh, this is, a lot of them I know are mini-theories. Like, a summer theory is the fact that summer is very above intelligence. She's not oh, yeah. Rick intelligent, but yeah. she's very, like, she has, like, 
she's smart. Like, yeah. Really smart. I, f- I can't see that because Morty's like the shy kind and he's always worried and he's always like, but Rick, but Rick. And he's like always worrying about the adventures and like anything. Uh, you can even actually even tell in like in the first episode when he finds the mega season, he's scared that um, he has to shoot someone to escape from them getting in jail. Yeah. And then Rick just says, oh, they're just robots. They're nothing. You could just kill them off. And then he shoots the gun and he's worried. He's like, oh, no, they're actually real, <laughs> real aliens or like beings and, and such. It's like Rick's. I don't respect them. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, there's the other one that's actually going around. I think some people have seen it. But the summer is pregnant theory. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. What's uh, that one? I, I think I have it on here. But basically, I, um, the episode. I can't hold up. I'm going to try to find it. Okay. Well, for now, um, actually, uh, the, Ma- the oh, Mad Max world, the, the one Mad- that that episode. That's episode. That's season three, episode. Episode two. Episode that's two. It, I see yeah. Right there. Uh, so they they believe because you know that world didn't have much protection. Obviously, yeah. there's theories of the fact that she got pregnant because in previous episodes, or and and I think in that episode as well. This man says, one man answer, one man comes out in nine months. Also, Beth becomes pregnant with Summer when she was 17, and teen pregnancy can become an intergeneration cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never, I, I didn't see that coming. It, it's, I a dark, that. it's actually another dark subject, because divorce is a dark subject, and then this one. But they yeah. said that since the since they're giving off uh the divorce thing they're also giving out there is that she may end up getting like an abortion so there may be an abortion Ooh. episode i don't know here's the thing actually now that you're bringing it up um for season three there was a lot of like the fan base um if you, if you guys don't know um there's a, a really huge rick and morty fan base they have like almost half a million followers on facebook um their group is called rick and morty swift posting and um <laughs> i follow that group because that's like one of the uh, big groups that there there is for uh, Rick and Morty on Facebook. There are some on Twitter, but it's hard to follow because there's no like there's no group features. But um, they were bashing at the writers for season three because um they have three writers for season three and they changed all of them ever because season one and two they were just like uh, guys and then season three they changed it completely. It was just female writers, and at first they didn't notice until they aired season three episode two when they uh, publicly announced that, oh, yeah, season three is written up by female writers. And people were bashing at them because, I don't know. Okay, I can see them bashing over the episodes, but bashing them over the fact that it's women who wrote it. Yeah. It's just petty. (laughs) Yeah, it is. But um, one thing they also noticed that, like, the changes of Rick and Morty was because season one and two don't really have a story. It's more like adventures. And Oh, you, you, the original creator actually did point this out that he didn't want it to have, an, like, an actual plot line. Yeah, exactly. So he doesn't scare away, like, new uh, new fans. Yeah, because um, he wants... Uh, actually, Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland, they're co-creators of uh, Rick and Morty, they actually wanted a show where anybody could jump in at any episode and still enjoy the episode without knowing any knowledge of like the past or present or future episodes, you know? And I think they can still do that with season three. Even if it does have like something. Like, oh, actually, oh, I don't know if they can because of the divorce. That's the big thing. It's not that much of like. It is. It's not a surprise. <laughs> it's like if you look. <laughs> no, I know. But I, uh, if you didn't watch season one and two, um, it was always like Beth and Jerry. But um, 
season three, like the big plot line that they're following is actually the divorce. Because there has never been a plot line. So the main plot line of season three is the divorce. Oh, there's actually a theory. Um, it's kind of small and not, not that known. But um, they're saying that every season they're going to progress to Morty and his like high school and then po- possibly college. Really? So right now um, he's <laughs> with Beth, I believe. And that's when Tiny Rick came up. But uh, they're trying to progress the show to it's like they're saying that at some point Morty could become the new Rick. And then possibly, like, uh, Morty or Summer could have kids. And this kind of ties in with the whole Summer being pregnant. How, like, Morty can go on adventures and then one of them could have a kid and go on adventures. Yeah, I I guess that does. But it seems a little far-fetched. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but, I mean, it's Morty. I I I don't see Morty as being Rick, so. No, but talking about that, do you remember Evil Morty? No, I actually do not. Oh, it was the. I don't remember him. <laughs> it was the the Rick, Rick, Rickiest Rick episode Rick. where like Rick gets spoilers. You gotta watch Rick and Morty, Brian. <laughs> yeah, there's like Why? a lot of spoilers Wait, that Morty's we're about to go to. Oh, Mario! Oh, sorry, spoiler. Yeah, they're divorced. Um, they actually divorced in the end of season two. Yeah. And that's how they started season three. <laughs> so I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I mean, we kind of told you guys on Instagram we were going to have a Rick and Morty special. And it was obviously going to be spoiled. Yeah, it's Rick and Morty. Come on. Yeah. And it's been out for like, what, two years? Since 2013. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's that. I thought it was 2014. No, it's, uh, it was like late 2013. So I can say, yeah, possibly it's 2014. Been so long. It's been so long. <laughs> oh, but talking about Evil, evil Morty. Uh, the episode where like he gets blamed for killing other Ricks and gets captured by the counselor of Ricks. Yeah. And then like he tries to find the Rick uh, that actually did it. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. And then Rick has like that that one with the eye patch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the oh, there is the actually this other theory that the evil Morty is actually the Morty that we know, and that he's just trying to get as much knowledge from Rick to to oversmart him, I guess, and it, kill it him is- possibly. People actually already theorize that he's most likely smarter than Rick because Rick doesn't suspect him. Oh, yeah. For one. And also other people are saying that this Morty was was a Morty that he hanged out with before the Morty that we know. Yeah. So And it also could be the original Morty, C-137 Morty. Yeah. So um, actually, if you guys didn't know, in the new uh, season three, episode three, um, at some point um, when Rick... Well, when Morty finds Rick, um, he identifies himself as T-137. But then again, he has doubts that he is not the... That he is the C-137 because um, there are countless Mortys and countless Ricks that he just gave up. Same as Rick. He just gave up on saying what dimension or universe he's from. But they always say C-137 because that was the main one and that's the one that we know as, like, the most. There's also said that Morty doesn't actually even know where he comes from. He's just repeating what rick said yeah they just say c137 because they just want to since they don't know and they just want to bypass like the cops or like the interdimensional like police yeah basically yeah but yeah uh evil morty (laughs) evil morty the only morty that i remember well know is uh uh lawyer morty when he has the pog collection (laughs) because uh i remember uh the Dipper and Mabel Morty. You don't Dipper know this. Mabel? I don't know this. Gravity one. Falls. So, oh, so gravity fa- talking about Gravity uh, Falls. <laughs> talking about Gravity Falls. The one of the creators. It was uh, which one was it again? Dan Harmon. No, the other one. 
Justin Roiland? Justin Roiland was a voice on uh, Gravity Falls. Blendon Blandon. Blendon Blandon. I believe that's how you say it. Okay. He was a voice for Gravity Falls. And there's a couple of spoilers. Uh, actually, uh, not spoilers. I mean, um, little Easter eggs on Gravity yeah. Falls. Where the episode, uh, Jerry and Beth go <laughs> and go in to get a family. I mean, a... a counseling yeah uh, you know relationship counseling whatever uh and there's like right in the background where they're getting their brain scan you can see a bill cipher (laughs) and then uh the creator of gravity falls alex hirsch was also a voice on uh rick and morty it was like one of summer's crushes i believe Uh, oh his high school crush yeah he actually died i think yeah i think he did it was he died in the introduction of tiny rick because I guess he was getting annoying and Tiny Rick just said, oh, he just froze him to death and he he tipped over and he fell. No, no, no. That was from was the other one? one. No, that's it wasn't that one. But you were, you got the right one. It's from Tiny Rick. Um, it's somewhere was into him. And I don't think he, he froze him. I don't think Rick froze them. I'm pretty sure he froze them. I think you're thinking of another character. Another, okay. Well, actually, uh, talking about Gravity Falls, there's actually uh, Justin Roiland. He does voices. He's a voice actor, actually. And he came up with uh, all the voices for Rick and Morty. He does the voice of Rick, Morty, and sometimes... Uh, well, he does Mr. Meeseeks. And he also does um, other you small can, characters. You can literally find... Him and everywhere. In every episode with different characters. Uh, that episode with, like, the TV commercials. He voices yeah. almost all of them. So Yeah, he actually voices um, a lot of characters in that show. But um, he actually... Th- he did work for Adventure Time. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, he did Lemon Grab. Yeah, Lemon Grab. And he also did uh, as well, like, uh, Gravity Falls. But if you guys didn't know, uh, Dan Harmon, he was a co-writer and co-creator of the show called Community. Community is a show about uh, about these college students that they go to community college. That Hence the name Community. And there was actually a sneak peek of Mr. Me6 back in, I want to say, like, 2009. So if you guys have never heard of Mr. Me6 or, like, his origin story of Mr. Me6... He actually came up as a character in the show Community. He was called Ice Cube Head. And we can actually show you, uh, well, we can listen or have a listen to his voice. Um, so we're going to go head over. Yeah, so we're going to hear. Is so this is oh. actually Justin Rowling uh, talking as Ice Cube Head. So if you guys know uh, Mr. Me6, we actually have a voice of Mr. Me6 right now. So we're going to compare both of them. So you could give it a play. Okay. Look at me! I'm Ice Cube Head! I've got an ice cube for a head! I also eat cell phones, so you better be careful with those cell phones around me because they taste like prime rib where I'm from! Oh boy! Imagine the times we'll all get in together! Especially when I use my powers to help solve all your problems! Chew! 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 So that was actually Justin Rowland. Um, he was just playing around. Um, Dan Harmon invited Justin to do a voiceover. Um, he didn't know what voice he was going to do or what character he was going to play, so he just made up a voice. So all, the only thing that he did was that we uh, that he uh, did a high pitch and he just did it kind of silly. And we actually have a Mr. Me6 voice. Is the, oh, yeah, can do. Ooh, yeah, can do. Um, that was actually the origin of Mr. Me6. And when Justin Roiland was doing voiceovers for... Um, Rick and Morty because he does majority of the characters and like side characters. Um, they thought of Mr. Me6 because of they just they were like 
what if we had someone to do everything for everyone in the show? Like, what if, uh, I'm not, I don't want to say like slavery or like slaves, but they wanted like this embodiment or this, um, this human beings or sorts that they'll follow any order and any like command, you know? Yeah. You know, Royland actually talks about Mr. Mises and I think in an interview where he says what he will make Mr. Mises do and it will be to make him laugh really hard. And apparently he's going to make it really hard for them. <laughs> yeah. And the day that he laughs really hard is when they finally die in peace. Ooh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> so um, if you guys are in our Lumpen Radio chat, um, comment or like tell us what would you do if you had a Mr. Meeseeks box or like if you had a Mr. Meeseeks, what would you ask him to do? What would you ask him to do? What would I ask him? Oh, that'd be hard. Uh, I'd probably ask him if he could make a company for me and then like make me ceo and then since i'm ceo i can travel anywhere around the world because i want to travel so if anything i'll I'll tell mr music's oh make a make a good product and sell it make a successful company for me make yeah make a successful company for me it'll take him years and it's i think he'll probably be traumatized because i don't even know mr music's they they all the only thing they do is they do commands and they die they just poof that's their entire existence yeah that's their existence did they even say existence is pain (laughs) (laughs) well what would you tell them um hmm let me let me think what would i tell them uh probably to do my schoolwork when i go back to school do my schoolwork do all of it write for me write my uh stories for me (laughs) <laughs> all right guys so right now we're gonna play uh a few um because it's our break yeah, oh the a few songs uh one of them being a fan song yeah that was based off uh rick saying wubba dub dub wubba dub 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 um actually if you guys don't know wubba dub 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 according to mr bird uh mr bird, bird person's person. language it means um help me i am in great pain i believe so yeah rest in peace bird person rest in peace bird person he died in season one right or season it, two i think it was season one no was, no it was season two season two yeah because that was like the big like thing there when fans were like going crazy about because of Mr. I, would uh, <laughs> I would go crazy. He was a good character. I liked him. Yeah, he was. He was such a sweetheart. Yeah. All right. So we're going to listen to these songs and then we'll be right back. In this reality, I messed up quite a ton. And I know I can turn back time or travel through all dimensions. But tell me what's the point when multiverse is just my toy when I can always run away from all the problems I have faced.
listening to Lumpin Radio, 105.5 FM, WLPN. <laughs> and we are back. You are listening to WLPN, LP Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpin Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, Yolokali, in Little Village. And we're back with Rick and Morty. <laughs> we <laughs> okay. were talking for a while we there. We were talking for like a good three, four minutes about the Moon Men. I don't remember this episode. <laughs> you don't must have remember. Been, must have been season one. I remember season two and three very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually binge watching season three. Well, I mean, there's only three episodes, but I was actually watching, well, binge watching the three episodes. Uh, like nonstop because they were pretty good, Um, especially the Pickle Rick. I, Pickle Rick. Rick. <laughs> yeah. Um so we're gonna right now we're gonna talk about uh the comic books and how it may differ or it might be similar to the show. Um I've never read the comics, so Yahida, you're gonna talk I to will us. explain. So the comics are a different Rick and Morty from they a are? different dimension, yes. What? So it doesn't so it has more freedom of writing without oh, yeah, yeah. having the interruptions of, you know, the actual T V show. So mm-hmm. yeah, so it's a different Entire different Rick and Morty. So it has like a lot more freedom based on it. And how many comics are there? Because I read like 10. But it's it's exactly like the show. And there's even different artists that do different parts of the cover as well. And a lot of... There's actually more talk with uh, Rick's family. Like his uh wife and <laughs> and and uh rick had a wife rick had a how did oh season three yeah yes well i mean there's a, yeah there's a, that theory about season three with the szechuan episode szechuan sauce episode it wasn't season three it was season two season one. three episode one. Oh, it was the first episode well it just feels so long ago that i don't I realize know. it's season three actually season three <laughs> fyi if you guys didn't know fun fact i guess or ding 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 um season three was actually aired on facebook live so uh adult swim and rick and morty their facebook page they aired the episode for 24 hours non-stop and at first people thought it was like an april fool's joke because it was aired like around april so they thought oh like it was a late april fool's joke but then so people were ignoring it like they were saying oh they were saying that oh they aired season three episode one but then some people are like, oh, no, it's just a, a, it's just a repeat episode. It's just something. a repeat episode or just like a marathon. But it turns out it was actually season three, um, episode one. And another fun fact uh, about Rick and Morty, um, before we head up to the comic books again, um, Rick and Morty is actually one of the first first few cartoon shows uh, from Adult Swim or yeah, Adult Swim. Yeah, Adult Swim that they aired an entire episode on Instagram way before oh, in- i heard of way, that way before instagram had the two minute video feature they um, had the 15 the second fi- the 15 second and 30 second i believe yeah 15 no wasn't it just 15 it was 30 seconds. it was 30 it was 30 seconds okay. and because i know i know twitter was 15 and then instagram was 30 so it was the first show ever i want to say that cartoon from adult swim that was actually aired on the internet by via instagram um, for 30 seconds so every episode consists of 22 24 minutes so they had 30 second snippets of the entire episode on instagram so if you wanted to watch that episode it was a season two premiere actually um you'd have to watch like so many i think it was like like a good 20 or 30 clips but they probably were like 30 seconds more, probably like- even more yeah but i mean 
um, they were like one of the first shows that actually did that, and it was quite interesting because um, they sort of followed the same format um, by season three. Season three being they live streamed it for twenty four hours, so it's kind of cool how they went season two. It's like oh yeah, Instagram for the snippets thirty seconds, but then they were like oh you know what we just do something crazy, Facebook Live twenty four hours. <laughs> I remember that, and I remember someone reblogged it, and I started watching it, and I was so happy. Yeah, actually, when season two came out, I actually watched it on Instagram. That was when I had when I well that's when I around the time when I made my Instagram so. I actually watched that entire episode <laughs> by 30 seconds. So, yeah, continuing to the comic books. Uh, to the comic books, yeah, they they explore a little bit more. And I remember that the, one of my favorites was... I, I, don't, I don't exactly remember it. <laughs> but I remember the fact that it was Morty that acted like Rick. And then, like, Rick acting like a Morty. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, that one was very interesting. <laughs> like, Morty was was drinking, and it was funny. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, because I actually think you should go and, and read, read them. them. Um, I'm waiting for the collector's edition, so... <laughs> well, you know, you can get them how I did. Yeah, but it's physical copies better. Like, um, Look, I collect comic books and stuff like that. So You it's, can get the physical po- copies, but you still can read it. But they're expensive. They're like 10 bucks each. And the collector's is like all of them for like, what, half the price? I'm so pretty it's, sure, it's yeah. Like, yeah. Same thing with like other, like Scott Pilgrim and Watchmen. That's why I do. I usually wait for the collector's editions. So, yeah. <laughs> so, anything else about the comic book? There really isn't much. It's basically, it's a Rick and Morty comic book. And the artwork is pretty amazing. Similar oh, I, to the show, the but then like they have the cover artists and stuff like that. Yeah. And the stories are interesting, funny. <laughs> um, besides that, I just don't don't want to spoil too much because I want you to re- read it. Yeah. So um, right now we're gonna. Well, I'm gonna try. You pass the butter. Oh, what is your re- uh, region what of existence? <laughs> you pass butter. Um, there's actually a theory that um, uh, Rick is considered a god. If you guys didn't know, because um, he's the one that invented the portal gun. And when he invented that, it created a like this whole thing uh, like around the universe that oh he's he's the first person to actually make something like this. So when Rick made it, um, it got a lot of attention from the international police and like people from different dimensions and worlds that oh he's he has the capacity to go to a different world, and like just like that. Yeah. So they're so. saying that, um, <laughs> and also there's he is God. He he yeah he's he a, could, he's a God with he's emotional smart. damage. Yeah, with, uh, emotionally damaged. <laughs> but um, actually they actually say he could be considered a God because since ever since he made the portal gun, he can always make or transfer his body to another body of himself. You know, kind of like how they did in season three, episode one, when they tried to save Rick. Yeah, and like. So he's he's he can be considered immortal, I guess. And he does have the capacity or the need to teleport wherever he wants at any given time. You know, they haven't even gotten to the subject of Rick being old. Oh, yeah. How old? I don't know how old he is. I mean, he's a grandfather. That's all we know. And he obviously has the wrinkles of a grandfather. Yeah. And obviously he has the knowledge because he's pretty old and he's been a scientist for like his entire life. On the show, they never put anything about his age and how he handles being old. True, true. I can see that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if they're gonna talk about that. I think. Cause I mean, he's been a pickle. He's been tiny Rick. He's been pretty much anything. It's it's 
I guess they can go with the fact that he's not even scared of dying. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. He's not afraid of dying because he knows <laughs> he can always, like, tra- not transform, but, like, become a host of another body, you know? Yeah. I just, I think it's something that should be pointed out, the fact that he's old and, you know, he, he's immortal. Basically. He's pretty, he's immortal. I consider him immortal, in my opinion, because he's a porta gun. I think he had two, no? Oh, no, he has one. He has uh, the, the the ray gun. The ray gun. gun. (laughs) All right. So right now we're like, I'm going to do a movies and reference uh, and Easter eggs speed run. Um, It's a lot. I don't know how many I did, but I just. uh, I can uh, see that. And I can give you some more spoilers, but. These are all spoilers ahead, guys. So we've been (laughs) saying it like for the entire show. So, I mean, spoilers. (laughs) So in the lawnmower dog episode, I don't know if you guys remember that one episode. It was when Mr. Ruffles. Um. Mr. Ruffles was caught peeing in the carpet and then Jerry gets mad and Jerry tells Rick, oh, can you make Mr. Ruffles more, you know, smarter or more intelligent? So then Rick Rick tells Jerry, oh, we can't do that because you're going to be messing with like nature and stuff like that because he's just a dog. His his only rules are to be obedient to its to their owners, you know? Yeah. And so in that episode, The Lawnmower Dog is actually a re- the, even the title is a reference to a movie called The Lawnmower Man. And another fun fact about uh, Ruffles, um, actually, Justin Roiland, he has two dogs. Um, they're like poodles, I believe. And they actually, they're the, they're like the the idea that came up with Mr. Ruffles. So Mr. Ruffles is actually um, Justin Roiland's dogs. Um, I forgot he's their the, He's the same uh, breed. As yeah, they're yeah. the same breed and they're the same color and everything. And Where that's how they met. I thought it was like it. brown. I remember seeing a picture. It was like sort of brownish. No, they're actually like just white, like poodles. But they're kind of small and cute and fluffy and snowball-ish. <laughs> um, so actually, also the name even Snowball was the name of the evil boss pig from George Orwell's Animal Farm. Um, it's an old movie called Classic, I want to say. Um, there are also, um, and Nanny Park is a reference to Jurassic Park. I see you wrote Gravity Falls reference. Yeah. And I want to talk about that. Wait, all right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. So... On an episode of... Of Rick and Morty? No, no, no. It was Gravity Falls. An episode of Gravity Falls uh, called... Um, Isn't was- it with, when they teleport like something, like a coffee mm-hmm. mug or okay, something? Okay, okay, okay. So I'll explain the episode. The episode... Spoilers for Gravity Falls. It's already over, but you guys should have watched it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grunkle Stan. <laughs> there you go. Gr- Grunkle Stan. That's old In the man, episode, right? Not What He Seems, uh, he makes... An in- interdimensional portal. Oh yeah, yeah. And while and he's making it, uh, the portal kind of sucks up some of the items. And the items were a pen, a pen, a notebook, a notebook, and a coffee mug. A coffee mug with a mystery. Yeah, sign, with the mystery, mystery sign. Kind of like, like the riddler. Or like question mark. Yeah. And in another episode, the Rickiest Rick, uh, Morty and Rick are running away from the counselors of Rick. And in one particular area, he goes like takes out like six different portals and goes through one of them oh no it he w- does three portals was it three three portals yeah I remember. And it looked more <laughs> and then yeah one of the portals and then one of the portals had uh had it come out was with the, the, pen, the pen the notebook, notebook and, and the, the coffee mug with the question mark yeah and i remember freaking out about that i remember me and my friends were freaking out because we were like we saw something go through i turn it back and i see it and i'm screaming <laughs> i think they actually have what's the guy's name again uh from from, from gravity falls Gravity Falls, which one? Grunkle the, Stan? The old man. 
Yeah, the Grunkle Stan. Grunkle Stan. Yeah, his hat was actually featured in Rick and Morty. Yeah, I saw that one too. I was going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of references uh, in Gravity Falls and Rick and Morty that connects them, but it's mostly because I think Alex Hirsch, the creator of Gravity Falls, and Justin Roiler like, are like really good friends. And so they have a lot of reference to each of their shows. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I love that. Oh, the Szechuan sauce? Ooh, uh, we're going to talk about that right now. Hold up. Um, so, <laughs> actually, uh, so another few Easter eggs. Uh, Rick Potion number nine is actually a reference to Love Potion number nine. It's a song by the Searchers. In that episode, um, Rick Potion number nine, they Rick makes a love potion for Morty because Morty feels like he cannot get a date for the homecoming dance. So, he makes a potion and then, I guess... Anybody that smells or gets in contact with Morty falls in love with him, but they get, like, overly obsessed that they want to, like, have him and only them could have him. So that's another thing. Uh, for the Szechuan sauce coming back, um, you guys didn't know, the, I think it was 1996 Mulan movie from I, Disney? I, yeah, it was, like, around... Oh, 90s. it was, like, the 90s, yeah. Um, they, uh, McDonald's had a promotion for Mulan where they actually made a Szechuan sauce that was actually talked about in the movie. So in the movie, they had the Szechuan sauce and McDonald's had the idea, oh, what if we did a promotion for Mulan? And they, they made like this for a limited time only. It was like the Szechuan sauce. So instead of getting like barbecue or like ketchup, I guess, you could actually get Szechuan sauce. But um, <laughs> in, in season three, episode one, um, Rick goes to uh, a McDonald's because um, there's like this international police that are trying to find out the the ingredient or like the the code for um teleportation because rick is the only one with the teleport gun so they're trying to find out this thing and doing so they had to go inside of rick's brain and they were just playing like uh different moments and like memories and at some point rick is like oh we should stop by mcdonald's because only in my memory i can remember the taste of session sauce so the Szechuan sauce is actually very well known now because of Rick and Morty. <laughs> yep. And in that same episode, um, they were saying that, oh, McDonald's discontinued because it was just for promotional use only for the movie Mulan. And he said, "There's the, um, the only way we're going to get Szechuan sauce back is if we have nine more seasons and it's going to take them 97 more years. Which was a reference to the first episode when he said 100 years, Rick and Morty. Yeah, in the first episode is um, of season one, um, I forgot what episode, it was episode one, right? Yeah, it was episode yeah. one. He said, oh, we're, there's going to be 100 years of Rick and Morty. It's not going to die and it's going to be pretty much forever. Um, this is actually a reference to the uh, De- uh, Dan Harmon and Justin Rowland. They said that they don't have any idea how they're going to end the show. So for now, they're not planning on ending it because they have so many ideas and so many storylines and so many things to do for the show. So that's why they say 97 or 100 years because they have, they're still not ending the show. They love it and it's going to be on for a while. So got to stick around. Yeah. So for the session sauce, I don't know if you guys know, uh, McDonald's actually watched the episode of season three, episode one, and they noticed that there was a lot of petitions and uh, tweets to McDonald's to make the sauce. Even I actually, one time when that episode aired, I was craving McNuggets for McDonald's. And I don't even eat McDonald's. It's <laughs> rare for me to eat McDonald's. And I just did it for fun. I went with my friends and we just going to different McDonald's. We were asking for Szechuan sauce instead of barbecue sauce. Uh, I'm pretty sure sauce. a lot of people actually did that. Yeah, a lot of people did it. There was a lot of like videos on YouTube of people just going to McDonald's and asking for the sauce. 
But um, if you guys didn't know, uh, McDonald's actually made the Szechuan sauce a, a month ago, I believe around July. It was actually featured on HGH3 Productions YouTube channel when Justin Rowland was like the guest for a show because HGH3 invites people or like artists or like people from YouTube. But at that time, he invited Justin because it was around the premiere of season three, episode two. So um, he had the idea of inviting Justin Rowland. And what do you know? McDonald's sent a whole gallon of Szechuan sauce to, um, to Justin Rowland and Dan Harmon. Just so lucky. That, yeah, they're so lucky, and it's cool because when they send I've it, I never tried it, but I want to. After uh, yeah, that I want to try it too. Um, but I mean, we can't physically show you guys. But if you go on Twitter or like, you, you can even just Google it. Szechuan sauce. Um, when Justin Roiland got the sauce, it came in a container that said C one thirty seven, and <laughs> it's kind of cool that McDonald's is doing this because they're kind of. It's like if McDonald's actually existed in Rick and Morty and they're doing this like collaboration with Rick and Morty and McDonald's. So it's kind of cool. And then in the in the in the thing, it says it actually says do not open container until 97 more years, <laughs> which is a reference to season three, episode one, when when Rick was yelling around like, oh, it's going to take 97 more years, Morty, nine more seasons. <laughs> so uh, that's actually pretty cool. Um, I've never tried the sauce. There's people around the internet making ink uh like the the sauce like homemade but i don't know i've never tried it i remember this one person who was posting about it saying how amazing it was and how he was so happy that they mentioned it because it was just so amazing and, and grand and whatever <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i want to um, try it but talking about that youtube stuff um one of the creators rick and morty dan Hart, whatever Dan Harmon. Dan, Dan Harmon. I get confused with someone else. Um, is an ex exclusive producer for a YouTube Red series called Good Game, partnership with uh, Game Grumps, and he uh, he did a game uh, he did a gameplay with the Game Grumps, on like it was like an hour long, with uh, the game Cat in the Hat. <laughs> the Cat in what is that like a board game Monopoly? What is it? No, it's a, it's a full on. PS PlayStation 2 PlayStation 2 yeah. game and he mentioned some things about Rick and Morty on there as well but I thought it was kind of interesting because Game Grumps Aaron Hansen was was um on the show Rick and Morty he was a voice guest right yeah he was a voice guest it was only for like a couple of like seconds he was uh do you remember when the wedding episode no for no <laughs> it must have been season one I don't remember season no, one no come on it's when Bird Person dies. Oh, season two, yeah. Yeah, so there's this... Shout out to Mr. Bird Person. <laughs> Shout Rest out. in peace. Rest in peace. He did not deserve it. <laughs> but uh, there's this guy who goes around and he's all like, I have uh, a camera in my eye. Let me take a picture of you. you know? <laughs> and that's Aaron Hansen, and I thought that was pretty cool. Also, Justin uh, Royal, Royal... Justin Roiland. Roiland was also supposed to be in Game Grumps, but from what I heard... It, they were talking about the knee. Every time he's on Game Rumps, his knee somehow hits the cartridge that's recording. Oh. I think it's only been two times. It hits it and it stops recording. Ooh. It stops. It, it records the video but doesn't record the sound, which I think is kind of hilarious because they they talk about the knee, how his knee is just there. And if I don't know if they're, he's going to come back and possibly they're going to move that from his knee. 
yeah, talking about Justin Rowland, um, I don't know if you guys know, um, he does the voice of Rick also. And do you guys know how he does the burps? I know how he does the burps. Oh, you know? All right. <laughs> well, if you guys don't know, um, Justin Rowland has to drink a lot of soda in order to do the burps. So I heard sometimes the- he drinks like low carb beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've heard about that, too. But uh, I've only seen like there's videos on YouTube of him like drinking a lot of soda. So like whenever he's recording rig voices, he chugs like two liter bottles of soda. And then just so like all the burps are authentic. And so it's pretty cool that he drinks a lot. But I mean, in a way, it's bad for his health. But then again, I feel feel concerned for that man. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, you can show his dedication to the show, you know. All right, so uh, sadly, this is the end of us, right? <laughs> yeah, we had a lot to talk about. Uh, there's actually way more to talk about, Rick there's and Morty. There's a lot There's more. a lot. So remember, guys, you're listening to WLPNLP Chicago, 105.5 FM, Lumpen Radio, broadcasting live from Studio Y, your local in Little Village. And right now, we're going to end it with Tiny Rick's song, and thank you for sticking around. Thanks, Next one's coming straight from the heart, making the lyrics up right off the top of my head. Let me out, what you see is not the same person as me, my life's a lie, I'm not who you're looking at. Let me out, set me free, I'm really old, this isn't me, my real body's slowly dying in a vat. Is anybody listening, can anyone understand? Stop looking at me like that and actually help me, help me. Help me, I'm gonna die. Tiny Rick! This guy's amazing! I love Tiny Rick! Hello, it's me. I haven't heard from you in a while. I hope it's because you're listening and enjoying our amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, amazing, astonishing, highly amazing (gasps) production. If not, you should listen to our radio show, What's Up, again. In the meantime, we'll be working on the next one here in Lumpin Radio. So stay tuned to our next amazing, outstanding, terrific, wonderful, inspiring, delightful, funny, breathtaking, astonishing, highly amazing broadcast. I hope that you are informed about the awesome parts of life and that you will have a splendid day. Don't forget to listen to us on SoundCloud at Yolokali. On social media like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Yolokali, or visit at YolokaliArtsReach.org for more. We are the